Hey, it's Micro Monday again, the microcast where we get to know members of the micro.blog community. I'm Jean McDonald, community manager at micro.blog. And today I'm pleased to welcome a regular guest, and that's Manton Reese, who is at Manton on micro.blog and is, by the way, the creator of micro.blog. Hey, Manton, how's it going today? Hello, good to be back on the podcast. Yeah, I'm glad uh, we have we have some exciting stuff uh, that's new in micro dot blog, uh, you know, features that you have worked on and added in in the just recently. And so I thought uh, it would be. I have questions. Um, community members have questions, and I thought it would be a good idea just to chit chat about some of the new stuff and. Uh, for people who like to have their uh, news in an audio format, this is for you. <laughs> um, tell the listeners a bit about one of the cool new things that you have worked on and released, which is uh, some enhancements to draft posts and also scheduling as an option. Yeah, the micro.blog has had drafts and kind of scheduling if you knew exactly how to use a different app to schedule your posts, like a third-party app, and you kind of knew exactly how to look at it the right way, <laughs> like it would kind of work. <laughs> and I spent some time like more formalizing it and putting an interface on the web so that you can you can save a draft now and you can actually schedule it to be published to your blog at a certain time. Um, so mm -hmm. you might want to write something ahead of time and then schedule it to be posted, you know, tomorrow morning or, or something like that. You can now do that. There's an actual user interface for it and you can use uh, other apps too that it can set dates like, um, mm -hmm. Ulysses, uh, Marzetta. There's a, there's a few third party apps that can set a date on a post mm -hmm. and that will tell micro.blog to schedule it to publish then. And then also some improvements when managing posts on the web to, like, it was pointed out to me, like, personally, I don't put a lot of drafts in micro.blog. I mm -hmm. put drafts somewhere else, you know, like in a note-taking app or something like that. And then I copy and paste them into micro.blog. But some people actually mm -hmm. have more drafts in micro.blog. And, and they have been kind of uh, annoyed that it's just harder to, like, manage and, like, say, just show me my drafts. And you kind mm -hmm. of have to dig around to find them. So. Now in the posts interface, if you have any scheduled posts or drafts, you get a new little tab interface where you can just quickly click and say, okay, here are my recent drafts or here are mm -hmm. scheduled posts that are going to go out. So really nice improvement actually. And, you know, now that I see it and I have it, it's, I wish it had been there all along, <laughs> but I feel like this, this helps just bring those draft and scheduling related features to a, just a more formal final place that uh, people can, you know, everybody can use them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and well, the scheduling apply to podcasts as well. Yep. Anything. Yep. Yay. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Create a podcast episode and save it as a draft. So you would just create a post. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you would just save it as a draft with the yep. podcast audio already. Exactly. uploaded and embedded yeah. and yeah. cool. Cause you know, there's this podcast micro Monday. And I also um, have a podcast with James Dempsey, the weekly review, which is hosted on micro.blog. And um, we, 
you know, both of those have like kind of specific schedule, especially obviously Micro Monday comes out on a Monday and the weekly review has always come out on Friday for 190 consecutive Fridays. And um, so it always means that whoever is responsible that week, James or me, has to do something on Friday. And sometimes we're both traveling, you know, and I mean, not so much lately, but, uh, you know, something, you know, I, I definitely sometimes I, I think, well, I can edit this now, but I still have to wait to write the post and make it happen. Um, and this, so I'm very excited about yeah. scheduling. Um, I hadn't even thought about podcasts, but yeah, that's a really good use for it. Another great use for it will be the next time we do a challenge, Um, you know, like the photo blogging challenge. That's a a prompt every day. And I think, you know, we just had like our fourth photo blogging challenge, I think it was in October, which was really great. But uh, it does put this burden on me of needing to – manage something every day to upload like the that day's prompt and remind people and they or even upload my own uh you know photo for the day and uh i i'm excited that i could you know at least maybe i'd schedule the ones on the weekends so that i didn't have to um necessarily say open up my computer or you know go to a work mode every day for uh, every day for a whole month yeah. yeah that's it's, true yeah it's psychological just, like, yeah schedule <laughs> for like a week at a time or something yeah. like that yeah. yeah so thank you manton all right made, made my job easier um <laughs> and hopefully i think a lot of people um it's it's a it was a regular question that would pop yeah. up in the community of, about scheduling and um I think it's going to be a you know very much appreciated uh, option for a lot of uh, the bloggers out there in Microdot Blog. Um, then the other thing you know, which just happened, is it this week? It was this week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this week yeah, has gone by fast. <laughs> a few days ago, I recording. Maybe a week, a full week after people hear. After, this. Yeah. So on Monday, a week before we uh, this. The Monday that this podcast will be released, um, you uh, released and announced a newsletter subscription uh, capability for uh, micro dot blog premium subscribers, and that got a lot of attention and excitement going in the community. So maybe if you could st- sort of start from like, why would we? Why would you think of doing this? And and then we could talk a little bit about the details of the the feature itself. Yeah, this was really fun to work on. We've been thinking about it for a while, and you know, newsletters are really popular now. There's a whole bunch of mm-hmm. services. Substack famously is just kind of taken over that whole space in some ways. And we knew we wanted to do something, but like it never quite clicked for me until recently how it should work. Mm-hmm. And I kept coming back to like making sure it was true to what the point of Microdot blog is uh, about encouraging people to blog at your own site. And so 
the the way it works uh, is it you know it all starts with blog posts you know you, you post your blog and then micro.blog can handle sending out an email to subscribers and of course micro.blog also handles the subscribe you know the whole subscription process and managing mm-hmm. people uh, subscribing to your your newsletter and it can do things like collect a week of posts together especially with micro.blog you're more likely to have lots of little posts maybe lots of little photo posts and mm-hmm. so those can all be collected together for you in an email and sent out. So when that came together, it really felt like it just fe- it feels like it fits in with the micro.blog, you know, user interface and the kind of the mission we have for like helping people blog. And uh, so, yeah, we got it. We got it done, launched, and I'm really happy. The feedback's been great. We're hearing lots of good questions and, and ideas for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm very uh, excited about it because, um, yeah, we have been talking about how could we enable users if they wanted to use newsletters as a way of publishing what they already have on their blogs. Um, And we kicked around some ideas about integrating with some email services, but I like this much better, Um, you know, that everything is right there in micro.blog and also we have control over it. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> yeah. When we talked originally about integrating with other services, that's like another dependency that we have to depend on them being around. The user mm-hmm. has to trust that that other service that they mm-hmm. may or may not be familiar with. And also, yeah, it's just, it kind of fragments things. So like there's just yet another place for your mm-hmm. writing. And I kind of hate, Personally, I hate to see people like neglect their blog and then just send stuff in email. Yeah. And this kind of does the opposite of that, right? It's like you, you got a <laughs> blog, and then if you want people to get your post via email too, then that's, yeah, that's great too. Yeah, I, I mean, y- you know, blogs have been around <laughs> for so long now, and RSS has been around for so long. Yet we know there's just some like upper level you know, percentage of uh, adoption of RSS among the population at large. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've tried, everybody has tried to get their family to learn, you know, how to use the simple reader and have access, you know, have, have a, a, a place to check in, you know, that didn't involve a, a big social media silo. Um, but, you know, we've done our best and now, um, we do know that people are still using email <laughs> and uh, we, you know, it's just a way to have our, our blogs read more inclusively, you know, on a, on a micro level that, you know, that have our family and friends read it. Um, some people might want to have a larger audience and are, are targeting a larger audience than that with their blogs. But uh I, for one, am just really, it's a very much a personal blog with a lot of micro dot blog community related content thrown in there. But, uh, the photos and the little stories and links that I share, I'm thinking of friends and family, not, um, you know, an audience, a larger audience necessarily. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing that I did, it's almost been three years now, I think, since I quit Facebook, maybe. Yeah. And uh, 
when I quit Facebook, I announced, you know, that I would be quitting and that I wanted to keep in touch with people. But uh, I would, and in the service of that, I said I would, I was creating what I was calling a friend's letter. So like not news, just friend, you know, my friendly uh, once a month email, what's new with me. And with the option, you know, that people could reply and, you know, we could, be in touch via email instead of via comments on Facebook. And uh, that went over really well for about, you know, however many months, not very many months that I did it. But then uh, I got kind of bogged down. um, And when I had um, knee surgery, and I was like, Oh, I have to explain all of that. And I don't feel like it. Or then there was a pandemic, and I just kind of never got back on track with that. But I have, you know, close to 100 subscribers. And I'm really looking forward to um, letting them all know that now um, you could get this once a month email, and it won't take me extra work to mm-hmm. write it. But it will be um, the equivalent of what I would have emailed people anyway. And my thought is um, using the once a month option which is, um, you know, one of the uh, one of the choices when you you start your newsletter once a month uh, for a category, and I'm going to create a specific newsletter category so that I can tag um, podcasts, I could tag um, photos, um, I won't tag like you know messages to the community about something going on with micro.blog because you know that won't really be of of relevance to my family and friends and i think that's going to work out pretty well so i'm excited i do have a question though about how just like the nitty gritty of it so you said um when you announced it that you'll get an email with a draft of the email mm-hmm. that's going to go out how does that work yeah, for the week, weekly and monthly options, micro.blog will s- collect those posts and schedule them. To, and there's a lot of confusion about how this works because it's kind of, you kind of need to see it. And no one has seen the monthly email yet because <laughs> it hasn't been a month. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but the way it works is micro.blog on the first of the month, let's talk about the monthly ones. On the first of the month, it'll collect the last months of posts that match the criteria it'll assemble them into an email and then it creates like an email draft and it's scheduled mm-hmm. to just, it to send 30 minutes later. And mm. then it'll send you an email saying uh, with a copy of what the email will look like. And then an extra little header at the top that says, you know, if you need to edit this before it goes out or delete it or anything, you know, click here. Mm-hmm. And, and so, yeah, so that's how it works. It kind of schedules it to go out. You have a little bit of a little window there before it's actually sent. If you want to make mm-hmm. any changes to it and then it goes out to subscribers. Mm. So that's going to be like at eight thirty on the first of the month. Nine, let's see nine. No, I think, let me think. How uh, did we do this? I think at nine o'clock in the morning in your time zone, mm-hmm. it schedules it and then so it would be sent like 30 minutes after that okay yeah and well we may have some toggles for that kind of thing later yeah like some people like i heard from one person who uh, my main goal with the 9 a.m was i did not want emails to go out at 2 a.m 
you right. know, in, in your, if you're in some time zone that is just completely different than, uh, where mm-hmm. I am, you know, <laughs> that, that, uh, like if, if right. you go out in a weird, so I wanted to avoid that. So in your time zone, 9am, but some people will may want to tweak that to, no, I really want my emails going out in the evening after I'm done with work or something like that. Mm-hmm. We do have some questions from the community and maybe I'll jump into those now. Um, let's start with this, uh, question from Pratik, um, who is at Pratik on Microdot blog. Uh, and he asks, can you offer an insight into why you let bloggers decide on what format they want for the newsletter instead of the readers choosing what they want? Like in the blogging days when you could select what RSS feed you want it to subscribe to. Yeah, that's a great question. I, I thought that like the blogger, you know, you, the writer would best understand what type of content you're posting and how often it goes out. And, mm-hmm. you know, like your example of like the monthly email to friends and family, I think is a good one. It's, it's almost, it could almost be more curated or crafted in a way mm-hmm. than just subscribing to, you know, I want to see posts every day or every week. And I think that is actually like the whole word newsletter, I think implies that a little bit. Like it's mm-hmm. not just RSS, but sent over email. It's like, it has a potential to like be a letter that you get. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of what I was thinking. And and that's actually where the editing came into. So, you know, taking your example again, you know, let's say you are traveling and you're posting a bunch of photos to your blog of the trip and mm-hmm. the month rolls around, it, it creates a draft of your posts. Maybe you go in and edit it. And at the top you add, you know, I was traveling this month and I went to this national park and you know, here's some great uh. photos that you'll enjoy. And that's it. You know, you just add like a little intro sentence and then mm-hmm. that goes out. And so if the user picks, like, I really want to see posts every three days, like that doesn't really, <laughs> that doesn't really work. <laughs> um, so that was my thought. And, and maybe that is not fully realized in this first version, but that was my thought. But I mean, it's good yeah. feedback, though. Like, maybe yeah. the user should have more control over what, uh, what yeah. they see as an option. Yeah. I mean, I could see, like, um, a user being able to choose between options that, you know, like, they could choose to get a, a long post sent to them. Um, and... Also, there being a monthly newsletter or whatever, but mm-hmm. I think what you know, we'll we'll see what people, you know, what what our experiences are with this as we go forward. Um, yeah, yeah, and I think I mean already we've heard great feedback, and I think yeah. we'll continue to hear like there'll be patterns. If like everybody is saying like I really want these kind of tweaks, then you know what? this is just the beginning. I'm sure we can mm-hmm. accommodate a lot of improvements. Hopefully, with still keeping it pretty simple and easy to set up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, speaking of, um, great feedback, we got this question from Khalid who is at KAA on Microdot blog. And he said, so in using the feature, I think one way to improve is the granularity for the category email. I want to be able to choose frequency, but actually more importantly, I want to be able to curate what goes out after I may have published something. 
Um, I will give an example. I post something to my site, but don't add it to my newsletter category. I publish. If I retroactively add the newsletter category, it doesn't seem to pick this up for inclusion. Um, this interaction could be tweaked to allow the feature to be more usable. That's so, interesting. Yeah, so that actually should work now, unless okay. there's some bug or glitch. I think that part of this is is kind of confusion in how microdotblog assembles these emails because it, for the weekly and monthly emails, it doesn't mm-hmm. show you a preview right now before it's ready to mm-hmm. you know be scheduled and to, to almost okay. go out. So I think that uh, you know so if if some people were expecting like they would see uh, the email draft like for the next, you know, for the next seven days before it goes out or something like that. Uh-huh. doesn't work that way right now. I think we can do more to make that more obvious, but mm-hmm. uh, this example of, I want to later a few days after I post, maybe assign different categories to my posts mm-hmm. and have them included. That should be working. That, okay. that it should work that way. You just okay. won't see until the email is ready to, you're almost ready to go out. You just won't see the the preview of it. Okay. Um, and finally, we got a, a question from Sven, who is at SOD on micro.blog. And he says, ideology aside, i.e. wanting to support micro.blog, what would you say are the main advantages of this new feature compared to free alternatives, you know, up to a certain number of subscribers like MailChimp's RSS to email feature or mailer lights uh, uh, option as well. Yeah. I, so I guess I'll say that I haven't used all of everything, you know, mm-hmm. uh, there's so many different newsletter and email related services out there. I've mm-hmm. used MailChimp. I haven't used this mailer light one. Someone else mentioned another one recently that I hadn't used. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, so if you, if you already are using one of those, maybe you just keep using it. Like, that's fine. They, that's actually one of the nice things about there being so many competing services is that I feel like yeah. micro.blog can stay really focused on like, what are we about? How are we, you know, integrating with the blog? You know, what, mm-hmm. we don't need to add uh, a million features. Like we'll keep improving it as we've just mm-hmm. talked about in the last few minutes, but we don't need to compete or you know, with everybody and add everything. So that's fine. If you see, if you something you're already using, you know, maybe just keep using it. But I, I guess I'd say like the advantage to micro.blog solution is having an integrated, having the place that you like preview the email or set up the settings, like in the same place that you're blogging, I think is mm-hmm. useful just to have everything in mm-hmm. one place. And I think there may be some things we can do or are already doing to integrate with like microblog posts Mm-hmm. that maybe we could do better than someone else in theory, because a lot of services maybe aren't thinking about lots of short posts. Yeah. But, uh, but I, I haven't used every service, so I don't know. I don't know if that's yeah. <laughs> how true that is. You know, actually, I mean, I, I haven't, I haven't used them either, but just like thinking about MailChimp, which is something I have used a lot mm-hmm. in days gone by. I'm pretty sure your free newsletter is going to have MailChimp branding, somewhere Ooh. on it and there's going to be tracking um, yeah, things that we don't do. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And just to add to that, like I, I really try to 
like there's no mention of microdoubling anywhere in any yeah. of this, like for your for your readers. And like when they subscribe to your blog, they get an email from us saying, you know, click here to you know confirm your subscription. There's no, mm-hmm. it, it mentions your domain name. It doesn't. You know, it doesn't talk about micro.blog. We do use our the micro.blog domain name for some of the from email addresses, but like we yeah. don't put any branding, footers, headers, nothing like that. Like this is supposed yeah. to be about your site. Yeah. I think that as um probably one of the reasons, like even though it was not specifically mentioned, but you know, a lot of longtime micro bloggers were excited about this feature and have upgraded to premium. Um, because they like being, you know, using a service that has those values. Um, yeah. And is, uh, not going to be acquired for $1 billion. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So but. like we have no incentive to put tracking your ads or anything. Like we're not going to do anything like that. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, cool. Um, I would like to encourage everybody to give it, um, a try. And as we've mentioned, it's a part of the premium plan, which is additional $5 a month. But you get, besides the email newsletter um, subscription ability, you also get podcasting, which I think is is awesome. And I want to see everybody try to do a podcast, at least give it a shot. You might surprise yourself. Um, I certainly have been surprised at how much podcasting I do um, (laughs) ever since it became really easy. Um, And also there is, um, with the premium, there's uh, video hosting. So you can put videos in your posts and you can also, um, there is a bookmark. um, How do I explain the bookmarking and highlighting? highlighting. Yes. Yeah. And that's not yeah. something a lot of people don't know about. And I was yeah. really happy to see uh, at least one person this week posted, oh, like they didn't even realize this feature was there. Yeah, I saw they that. Like it. So. We, yeah, I think we are due for, you know, giving that uh, feature some attention and, mm-hmm. um, you know, talking about how you can use it. And, um, but yeah, so, you know, premium micro.blog is also a really good deal when you consider uh, all of these features. And also, you know, you get them without um, having to opt into any uh, big silo of tracking and, and uh, the, the big marketing machine that you might get elsewhere. <laughs> you just get me in Manton. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we're, we, we, we are uh, certainly love to promote micro.blog, but um, if you've been with us for any amount of time, you will know we are not uh, like hardcore, um, always be promoting type people. <laughs> um, and so, so yeah, speaking of which, a thing I would like uh, to mention is like a little uh, teaser. If you made it to this far, this far in the podcast, uh, a little announcement, um, which is uh, it, we have scheduled a second micro camp um, event for March, March eleventh and twelfth is what it is on our calendars, and uh, I'm pretty excited about that. Aren't you, Manton? Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Um, 
think it's uh, you know the, doing the first one. You know, we learned a lot. It it was really fun. It was all virtual, and we dealt with technology and streaming that personally <laughs> I had never <laughs> dealt with before. Like I made a couple mistakes personally with it, but like we knew when we were done with it, like we we definitely want to do this again. And yeah. So we are doing it again. It might look a little bit different, but like just getting that capturing that same thing of like people in the community speaking and you know you know who knows doing panels us talking about stuff like yeah it'll be really fun i think yeah yeah and um you know we we decided we didn't want to wait a whole another year to do one um because uh the last one was in august but uh that you know we're we're we think we have plenty of uh more um, exciting speakers out there in the community. A few people have been signed up. Uh, we'll be making some announcements about who those people are, but uh, maybe one of those people will be you. So if you are, <laughs> if you are interested in creating a, um, it be, being a presenter at micro camp, uh, first of all, you can go to micro.camp and see what was, um, what the last micro camp looked like and check out some of the presentations. If you weren't there, you can see uh, sort of the style and, um, and see if it's something you might be interested in doing. And then feel free to email me, Jean at micro.blog um, for more information. And we could talk about uh, where you might, uh, what you might want to do for micro camp and, uh, yeah, I'm excited. We did a lot of fun things in that last uh, micro camp, and I'm looking forward to thinking of uh, new fun things while also maintaining the fun things we already did. Yeah, that sounds great. I, I'm really looking forward to it, and I'm sure we'll be talking and blogging more about the details. You know, probably after the new year, but mm-hmm. it's uh, really just uh, the year's winding down, kind of. So, like, it's actually. Pretty, it's mm-hmm. not that far away, March. So it'll be <laughs> yep. fun. I'm glad we're doing it a yeah, little bit earlier. It's about three months away, so we will. Um, yes, we'll be letting you know more details. Um, but yeah, check out micro.camp if you want to get more information about what it's a micro camp anyway. And uh, uh, love to hear from anybody who's interested in participating as a speaker, or maybe want to do a meetup. Or um, do or just you know be a volunteer because it's a it's not the biggest event but it still takes uh, work and um, a lot of, of uh, help from folks to make it happen. Yep. So with that, I will say let's wrap up this episode of Micro Monday and uh, thanks so much for taking the time to do this, Manton. I think it. I learned a lot, and I hope that our uh, community also enjoyed hearing more about the new features. Thanks for having me on the show. Listeners, if you want to follow Manton on micro.blog, there'll be a link in the show notes, or you can go to micro.blog slash Manton. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.